What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the No Big Deal Podcast. I'm your host, The Ween. Now, I am very excited for this week because we have a lot, a lot of fights. In fact, we have three fight cards happening all on the same day. We have Bellator, we have the UFC, and we have Bare Knuckle Fighting FC. Now, Bare Knuckle Fighting is not, is, you know, it's not MMA, but it's still super, super fun to watch. We got Artem versus uh, Malinaji. I cannot wait for that fight, dude. I am pumped. In fact, that might be like the only fight I'm really, really looking forward to this weekend. I'm definitely going to be watching that one live. I cannot wait for Bare Knuckle Fighting. But other than that, we have Bellator and we have the UFC. And both of the MMA cards this weekend are stacked. So we're going to go through all of the fight cards throughout this podcast. I'm going to break down the fights. I'm going to make my picks and we're going to move on with our lives. All right. I got a new podcast coming out. It's taking up a lot of time. I'm writing it right now. The first episode, I will give you a hint as to what the first episode will be about. It's going to be spooky. It's going to be creepy. It's going to be weird. It's going to be interesting. And that's pretty much it, dude. The hint is that it will be about something old and wrinkly and dangly and it's about it's about old creepy stuff i don't it's not about old an old man's testicles it's nothing like that i might have to do a future episode on that um it's just about old creepy things perhaps the oldest creepy things creepy stories some you know maybe something about mythical legends urban legends old urban legends the oldest urban legends are uh, pretty much just giving you the entire uh synopsis of what the first episode is going to be about but can't wait to release it it's going to be awesome so without further ado let us get into the fights. Let's first break down. Hmm, I, I honestly don't even know where to start. We can go from BKFC to Bellator to the UFC. So let's go to Bare Knuckle Fighting Champion. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 6. Malinaji versus Lobov. And I'm so happy for Artem Lobov because he had a tough run in the UFC. We first saw him on the Ultimate Fighter when... Uh, McGregor was uh, coaching against Uriah Faber, I think, which was a very strange season. It's like the only season where the two coaches didn't even fight. Uh, I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong. There might be another season, but it's very, very strange. Uh, he lost. I think he lost his first fight and was kicked out. But then there's a something happened in the show where he's uh, where McGregor was able to bring him back. I think both coaches were able to bring back somebody. And of course, McGregor brought back Artem Lobov because they're buddies. And I'm always super super hesitant to hop on any train of anybody who is coming out of the SGBG GB GB camp from Ireland the SBG Ireland camp I'm very hesitant because I'm like all right how many of these dudes are there just to be in the same camp as McGregor how many of these dudes are just trying to follow McGregor's footsteps and you know talk shit and be cringy we've seen that with James Gallagher we've seen that with Dylan Dennis there's definitely a cringe factor that comes with these guys from SGB Ireland. Um, so, but Artem, 
you know, on the outside, he's kind of a silly dude. But if you sort of research him and his life, he's he's actually a very, very cool dude. He's actually extremely intelligent. He has he's trilingual. He speaks three languages. He's Russian. He fights out of Ireland. He's very interesting. He's such a cool dude, such a nice dude. I really love Artem. And also Artem, he's just for some reason he has a giant like cult following of people there's like a giant meme following him which you know that's basically calling him like the goat of fighting the greatest of all time which is hilarious because you know artem what is his mma record is like 14 and 13 or something like that 13 and 14 it's just a complete troll it's a complete meme i love it so i said this on the mma roasted podcast that anything to help propel artem's legacy as to becoming the greatest of all time i want to happen i want lobov to freaking smash malinaji because i think it would be hilarious it's only going to build his goat status it's going to increase the meme the meme train of artem being the goat i think he is the goat i think he's going to beat malinaji it's a tough fight now you say wean dog you're a freaking idiot you don't know anything about boxing which is true you don't know anything about bare knuckle fighting which is you know pretty much true i don't know anything about fighting in general which is true so you say, how could a champion boxer, a world champion boxer and Polly Malnagy go in there and get beat by Artem Lobov, who has a, you know, not not so well MMA record, you know, uh, had a tough run in the UFC, tough run in MMA in general. How is that dude going to beat a world champion boxer in a boxing fight? Well, let me tell you, bare knuckle boxing is extremely, extremely different than just regular boxing. There's a whole new factor in that comes into play which is your knuckles are exposed and we've seen this with the uh the felony what the dude what's that dude charles crazy horse felony bennett that dude went in there and broke both of his hands in his fight in his bare knuckle boxing fight he broke both of his hands was in severe pain and that's the biggest factor that comes into play here we've got to remember paulie is used to fighting with freaking big ass gloves on his hands with his knuckles wrapped up with his fists wrapped up his everything wrapped up He's used to that. So is he going to come in there and just throw bombs at Artem and break his hands? It's a complete possibility. But then again, Pauly isn't known for his power. So he might not be. He might just be scoring points. He might just try to jab Artem. You know, But I think Artem is going to come in strong. I think he's going to rush Pauly. I think he's going to just try to throw bombs on him. I think he's going to overwhelm Pauly. And I think Artem is going to knock him out. And that would be hilarious. And I would be jumping up and screaming at my TV if that happened. And which I, you know, I pray to the MMA and Bernacle Boxing gods that that does happen. So that's what I think about that fight. Let's move on into the co-main event. Chris Lieben versus, I think his name is Chris Cochran. It just says, um, I'm sorry if I uh, got the first name wrong. Uh, Johnny Cochran, Chris Cochran, Cochran. Um, this is an interesting fight. Chris Lieben was a you know former UFC fighter, and the Cochran dude is a former gay porn star. And I can confirm this because I did a lot of extensive, in-depth research into the myth that he was a gay porn star, that he did gay porn for money because he was in desperate need of money, and. He did the gayest of gay porn. Let me tell you that. I did some research. All I got to do is go to Google, type in whatever the hell his name is, something, Johnny or Chris Cochran. It's one of those two. And you will see some shit that will disturb you, that will make you want this dude to knock uh, Chris Lieben out. Um, he's, he's a savage in the sheets with meat. 
with the in the sheets with the meats, uh, the sausages. He's a savage uh, there, and he's a savage in the cane, but cage. But I think Chris Liebman is gonna take the cake on this one. <sighs> Up next on the Coco main event is Barnett versus Bedford. I'm not too familiar with these dudes. I think Bar the Barnett has. He's def. Oh, I think these guys have both fought in BF. BKFC before. I'm going to go with the, the black dude on this one, Barnett. Beltran, Joey Beltran versus Campbell. Uh, I'm going to go with Beltran, Velasquez, Velasquez versus Thompson. I'm going to go with, uh, fuck it, Thompson, I guess. Uh, Show Off. This dude's name is Show Off versus Lane, the dude from uh, uh, the Ultimate Fighter who's, you know, you know the Let Me Bang Bro. I'm going to go with Let Me Bang Bro. Uh, I I want to see him bang this dude. I really want to see him bang. Up next, we got uh, Riggs versus Barros. I'm gonna go with Riggs. Brito versus Allers. I don't know. I, I honestly don't really know any of these guys. I'm ain't gonna lie. I'm uh, not the best uh, MMA or fighting journalist. I don't really do much research on these dudes, especially in the uh, bare knuckle boxing. I watch the fights. Whoever is a fucking savage, any fight that's extremely butt bloody and gross, I'm going to look up those fighters and you know cuz I don't give a fuck about these dudes, let's be honest. Burrito, Burrito versus Allers. I'm going to go with my, my man fucking Burrito. Then we got Santos versus Bailey. I'm going to go with Bailey. I don't know. The dude looks like he's freaking on some shit. I don't know what the hell he's on. And then Mundell versus Lipton. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with fuck. I'm gonna go with Lipton and the fight I just mentioned before that. I don't even think I picked somebody. I'm gonna go with Bailey on that one. Dope. That is bare knuckle fighting. I can't wait. It's gonna happen in Florida. Now I heard something that there'd be some twist on the main event because it's in Florida. They're going to have, like, little gloves on or their hands are going to be, like, extra wrapped or something like that, which kind of pisses me off. It, it's a, it's, it's, it doesn't make boxers look good because anytime a boxer gets into a fight like this, whether, you know, maybe in a different organization or with an ex-MMA fighter or UFC fighter, we've seen this with Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. There's always some stupid-ass twist to the rules that is always in favor of the boxer. It's so dumb. And if this is true, i really not going to be a fan of it. I want to see him go in there with their fucking bare fists and their bare knuckles out, dude. I want to see him bang, man. I don't want to see some bullshit fucking little gloves they have or little pads they have on their knuckles. That's so dumb, dude. I hope it's not like not like that. But anyways, that's the overview of Bare Knuckle Fighting FC. Ma- Polly Malinaji versus Artem Lobov. I cannot wait, dude. So let's go into the Bellator card now. Uh, this fight card is headlined by Gegard Musasi versus Rafael Lovato Jr. And I think this is for a title, right? Maybe 170 title. I'm not sure. One once whatever. 180. 185. 180. 189. What I don't know what the fuck it is. So let's go through this card. I'm on SureDog right now. That is the website I am using to look at the lineup. I love SureDog. It is so good. If you've never been there, it basically has 
all the information for all the upcoming fight cards, past fight cards. If you want to research a certain fighter, go to SureDog. It's the best website, dude. Who do I think is going to win? Let's start at the bottom. Fuck it. Let's go to every fucking card, dude. I mean, not card. Let's go to every fucking fight, dude. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking crazy today, dude. I'm on summer break. It's 110 degrees. 12 o'clock in the afternoon. There's a big-ass dumpster truck outside my window. Let's go through these fights. All right. I don't know if this is the correct order, but this is the order on SureDog's website. So I'm going to start with one at the very bottom. Galore Buffondo versus Keith McCabe. I'm going to go with my boy Galore because that's a fucking badass name. I think he wins via TKO. Kevin Fryer versus John Redmond. Redmond, I'm going to go with Kevin Fryer. Dude, John Redmond's record seven and 13. That's tough, bro. That's tough up next terry brazier but i'm going with kevin fryer if i haven't said it terry brazier versus alessandro Bodie. i'm gonna go with terry frazier via sub uh decision alfie davis versus josema josema jose de paz that's a fucking badass name jose ma jose de paz uh i'm gonna go with alfie davis just because he has a better record. It's pretty much, I don't, there's no picture of him on the website or anything. I'm sorry. And we got Denise Kyle Holtz versus Byroni Tyrell. I'm going to go with Byroni Tyrell because that's a fucking dope name. Justin Berlinson versus Wendell Lewis. I'm going to go with Berlinson via uh, TKO. Um, if you haven't noticed yet, I don't pick, I don't really pick fights based off of. You know, the the skills or talent of the fighters, I pretty much just go uh, based off of whoever has a cooler name, whoever looks more ridiculous, whoever has a stupid haircut. That's pretty much how I pick my fighters. So, Walter Gahadza versus Oliver Enkamp. I'm going to go with Gahadza. He's 18 and 3. It's pretty impressive. Oliver Enkamp is 7, seven and... Fuck. 7 and 2. Uh, I got... Walter Gahadza versus uh, Knockout. Nathan Rose versus Luke Ord. I'm going to go with Nathan Rose via submission. He's outgrapple Luke Ord. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but that's what I think is going to happen. Kate Jackson versus Lena Ovechnikova. Cool, dude. I'm going to go with... um, I'm going to go with Ovechikinova. Any fighter who has a last name that you can't pronounce is probably always going to win, dude. Trust me. I'm an expert. All right. Nathan Grayson versus Franz Malambo. I'm going to go with my boy Franz Malambo. That's a, also a badass name. Nathan Grayson. I mean, what are you going to do? It's a tough one. This is a coin toss for this fight. They're both one is six. Nathan is six and three. Franz Malambo is six and four. What are you going to do, dude? Dude, dude, dude. Chris Bungard versus Charlie. By the way, this is a lot of fucking fights, dude. This is literally like 25 fights. That's fucking insane. Chris Bungard versus Charlie Levy. Charlie Levy is 15 and 10 and 1. That's tough. Chris Bungard is 14 and 4. And for that reason, I'm out. I'm going with Chris Bungard, 14 and 4 via TKO. We got Aaron Chambers versus Fred Freeman. Uh, Aaron Cha- Aaron Cha- oh, Cha- sorry, Chalmers. Someone didn't tell Aaron Chalmers that you don't need like a Hollywood professional headshot for, you know, to be a fighter. It's very strange. It looks like he's a he sent these headshots into 
his agent or some shit and he's about to go do an audition. It's very it's a very strange picture they have of him on Sure Dog. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Aaron Chambers. He's more experienced. He's fighting a fighter who's one and one. That's tough. Charlie Ward versus Justin Moore. I'm gonna go with uh Justin Moore in this one. He's seven and two. Charlie Ward is six and three. So I got Justin Moore via um submission. I don't fucking know. Fabian Edwards versus Jonathan Bosuku. I'm going to go with Fabian Edwards um, via TKO. I know Fabian. He's very good. Melvin Manhoof versus Kent Kwapinen. I'm going to go with Melvin Manhoof via knockout, via big-ass head kick. Um, and this is the main event now. I mean, not the main event. This is the main card that we're going into now. So Melvin Manhoof, I got him via knockout. Mike Shipman versus Costello Van Steenis. Penis, Steenis. I'm gonna go with Mike Shipman on this one via KO. I'm pretty much just picking everybody via KO. I'm sorry. James Gallagher versus Jeremiah Labiano. I'm probably gonna go with James Gallagher via submission. I'd love to see him get knocked out though. Uh, Paul Daly versus Eric Silva. I'm gonna go with. Fuck, it's a good fight, dude. That's a good ass fight. Paul Daly is forty and seventeen. Good, 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 googly, googly, moogly, dude. I don't know too much about Jeremiah Labino. Look, he looks like a Louis Smoka. He's twelve and six. He's coming off a win via TKO, but before that, he lost to Node Lahat via decision. Then he had two wins and then two losses. So he's kind of a streaky fighter. James Gallagher is coming off of a win. A submission. Uh, so James Gallagher pretty much wins every fight via submission. Uh, other than that, he got knocked out by Ricky Bandejas. And how wait, how does Jeremiah Jeremiah win? Pretty much either by TKO or decision. That's pretty interesting. Does it say like what martial art? He is like, is he like a Muay Thai fighter, a wrestler? It doesn't really say. Um, damn, dude. I'm probably, yeah, I'm going to go with James Gallagher in this fight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Jeremiah. But I'm going to go with James Gallagher on the fight. Fight. Uh, main event. Gegard Musasi versus Hafi Lovato Jr. I think this is the fight where we see Gegard get out. Fucking classed by Rafael Lovato Jr. Now Rafael's only nine. He only has nine fights in MMA, and he's nine zero. He's never lost. He is the best BJJ American dude, arguably in MMA. I think he has way better jujitsu than Gay Guard. I think maybe he has better grappling than Gay Guard. I'm not sure about Rafael's wrestling, but I'm sure Gay Guard has better. He's better on the feet, but Gegard tends to go, always go on the ground, and I think that's where Rafael Lovato Jr. excels, and I think Rafael Lovato is going to submit Gegard Musasi. We're going to see it here. Rafael's going to be champ, and I'm fucking stoked. I'm going to be watch me be watch me be wrong on every single one of these fights, dude. I know I'm going to be wrong on all of them. So, but if you're following along, just pretty much bet on whoever bet against whoever i said is gonna win and you'll be a rich man 
Lucy, be quiet, please. Just be quiet. Lucy, my little pug, she's getting older. She's covered in gray fur. She can barely breathe, and she's very loud. And I'm sorry, guys. There's nothing I could do. I could put her in my living room, and you'd still hear her snoring in there. She's not even sleeping. She's literally just sitting there, and she's snoring. Like, dude. Anyways, let's go break down the UFC fights. You know, the UFC, uh, everybody loves UFC. It's the king of MMA. Hinato, wait, what? Wait, what the fuck? Hinato Carniero. His last name is more Carniero? It's not Moicano? I thought his fucking name was Moicano. That's no, there's no way, dude. Wait, what, let me make sure. UFC. I'm going to go to UFC's actual website. Yeah, on the UFC's website, they have it as Hinato Moicano. But on SureDog, it's Hinato Carniero Moicano. Moicano is like his nickname on the on the, on SureDog. Well, I feel like I'm fucking betrayed, dude. All right, now UFC has significantly less, less fights than Bellator, which, you know... I love fights, but I don't think it should be all fucking day long. I'd like a nice, you know, four to three hour fight card. You know, I know that there's prelims, early prelims that make the fights last. Like if you're if you're starting from the first fight and watching all the way to the last fight to all the way to the main event. It's going to be like six hours, seven hours of fights. And that to me, I love it. But dude, it's tough. And with <coughs> excuse me, with Bellator having like twenty five fights on their card, that's tough, dude. It's intense. All right, let's go through this shit, shall we? Starting from the bottom, Andre Ewell versus Anderson dos Santos. I'm gonna go with oh fuck. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with dos Santos via uh, the submission. Daron Wynn versus Eric Spicy. I'm proud for Eric. He's coming back into the UFC. He's replacing somebody on short notice. He went to CES, and which is a different uh, mixed martial arts organization, and he had a good run there. So I'm. I hope he's not going to come into this fight uh, too nervous. You know, he's coming back to the UFC. He, you know, he was released from the UFC not too long ago. He went to CES. He had some good fights. He won. And now he's coming back. I want him to do good. I want him to win. And I want the UFC to pick him back up. He's fighting somebody. Daron win. I think Daron. I think Daron fought on that Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz card that just happened. It was a travesty. He's 5-0. and He comes out of, um, uh, I think, uh, Daniel Cormier's camp. I think, is that AKA? Yeah, I think that's AKA. He's coming out of that camp. So... He, I think he's he's pretty much a wrestler. He's like he's very very short for his weight class too. Please stop, stop it. Nothing. There's nothing there, dude. There's nothing there. Lucy's just barking at nothing. She's freaking out. Um, I think Eric Spicely could beat him, uh, especially if it goes to the ground. If it goes to the ground, I have Eric just winning all day. So I got Eric Spicely via submission. I'm so happy for him, dude. Up next. Uh, Ariane Lipsky versus Molly McMahon, McCann. I'm gonna go with Molly McCann via decision. Uh, I feel like she she didn't even fight too long ago. She 
is I love her accent. I love everything about Molly McCann. She's very, very good, very good grappler, very good on the feet. I'm gonna go with Molly via decision. I don't know. I don't know too much about Ariane Lipsky. Let's go look at her record. She's hot. She's banging. She just lost to Joanne Calderwood January 19th, 2019. That was her last fight. Uh, before that, she was on a pretty long winning streak, winning streak of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She was on she was on a nine fight winning streak. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a tough fight. I think Molly McCann can pull out the decision win though. Alan Crowder versus J. Yairzinho Rosen Stewick. Uh, Damn, he looks like a he looks like a a thinner version of the Black Beast. He's seven zero. I think he's gonna completely demolish Alan Crowder. Alan Crowder was a dude who fought um, Greg Hardy, and something about Alan Crowder, it's like he just fights in slow motion. He's very very slow. He's kind of predictable, and I think he's gonna get knocked out by Jerry Zeno Rosenstruck. Up next, we got Luis Pena. Oh shit! Versus Matt Weeman. Weeman. Matt Weeman, I got Luis Pena all day. I'm going to go via fucking TKO. I love Luis Pena. That's violent Bob Ross. I think the... You know what's fucked up? He wanted to walk out with the the universal flag with all of the countries on his flag. He wanted to walk out with that, and the UFC wouldn't let him. That's fucked up. So Luis Pena is such a good, humble dude. I love him, and he's super, super talented. I got him via TKO, I think. I'm not sure. Dan IG versus Kevin Aguilar. I'm going to go with Kevin Aguilar via knockout. Ashley Yoder versus Siru. Sorry, guys. Siru Kondo. I'm going to go with Ashley Yoder via submission. Uh, Alessio Di Chiro versus Kevin Holland. I'm gonna go with Alessio. Whatever the fu- I don't know what the fuck this dude's name is. Alessio Di Chir- Chirico. Chirico. Alessio Di Chirico. Good. The dude. The fucking announcers are gonna have a hard time on this card, dude. I'm curious to see who's gonna be announcing. John Anik, Dominic Cruz, probably. Wait, where is this fight even gonna take place? I don't know. I don't know where it's gonna be at. Anyways, I'm going to go with uh, Alessio via submission, I guess. Andrea KGB Lee versus Montana De La Rosa. Montana De La Rosa. These chicks are banging. De La Rosa is on a four-fight winning streak. She just fought Nadia Kassem. She Oh, she pretty much wins via all submissions. She's a submission specialist. Let me look at Andrea KGB Lee and see what she's been doing. So she pretty much wins via submissions, but she has a lot, a lot of decisions. I'm going to go with Montana De La Rosa via submission in this fight. I'm excited to hotties. Woo. Brian Barbarina versus Randy Brown. This is going to be a tough fight for Barbarina. Randy Brown is really, really good. He's super talented. But he's coming off a loss to Nico Pryde, that KO punch when he was like on top of Nico. It was a very, very strange knockout. He beat Mickey Gall via decision, and he lost to Bilal Muhammad. But Randy Brown is super good. He's very, very tall for that division too. But will his talent be able to surpass Brian Barbarina's toughness? And it's always, Lucy, can you stop? Hey, hey, stop snoring. Stop snoring. 
Will Randy Brown's talents and skills be able to surpass Brian Barberina's toughness? It's always hard when a fighter is just known purely for their toughness because you're kind of denying their skill and talent as a fighter. Now, Brian Barberina is on a streaky streak right now. He has he lost to Colby Covington. He won to Joe Proctor, lost to Leon Edwards, won against Jake Ellenberger, and lost to Vincent Luque. So he's super, super tough. He is super tough, Brian Barberino, but I don't think he's going to be able to get past Randy Brown. I think Randy Brown wins via decision. You heard it here here first, folks. All right, for the co-main event, it's interesting that this is a co-main event. Rob Font versus John Lineker. I think Rob Font is going to beat John Lineker via submission. John Lineker is super, super tough, though. He hits hard as fuck, but Rob Font is so, so good on the ground dude he's super good and we've seen john lineker i think like the real like only only time we've seen him like on the ground in a scramble i could be completely wrong but this is what is fresh in my mind is him versus tj dillashaw when tj had him like in a cast slicer or something like that so i think rob font is gonna be able to submit john lineker john lineker is 39 31 and 9 that's pretty good Rob rob font is 16 and 4 all right, let's go up to the main event. Hinato Moicano versus Chang Sung Jung, the Korean Zombie. Oh, fuck. That might be racist. I might have to edit that out. Uh, just forget that happened. I'm too lazy to edit that out, but... Uh, I, oh, fuck. Fuck, I don't give a shit. Hinato Moicano versus Chang Sung Jung. Chang Sung Jung! I think Hinato is going to win. I think he's going to win via decision. If he if he doesn't win via decision, he's gonna win via submission. This dude is super super good. He has he's never won by knockout or TKO, which is very interesting. He beat Jose Aldo, and then he beat no he lost to Jose Aldo. Then he beat Cub Swanson, beat Calvin Qatar, lost to Brian Ortega, and everything before that was a win. Besides one draw to Felipe 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 Froes. Interesting, interesting. I think uh, Hinato's gonna win via submission uh i don't know oh man i really want korean zombie to win though man i really want korean zombie to win i love the korean zombie this is just a coin flip dude because i can see both dudes winning i can see korean zombie winning and i can see hanato winning but i'm gonna lean more towards hanato uh via submission and that's pretty much it for this weekend June 22nd. Amazing fights. Amazing fights. I'm fucking stoked, dude, for these fights. I cannot wait. Uh, before we conclude the episode, let me go research and see if there's any MMA, MMA news. Uh, I like to go to MMA Junkie for my MMA news. Uh, it's like the TMZ of the MMA world. So, UFC launches new Apex facility in Las Vegas. It looks like this is meant for the Contender Series or something. I don't know. Cool. Musasi returns to happy hunting ground for Bellator London. Theodore breaks silence on UFC release. I will reinvent myself. You better, dude. You're freaking boring as fuck. And Pico loses. Gets knocked out. UFC Greenville. Luis Pena admits challenging preparation for Wee Man. Uh, but he predicts bell-to-bell violence. Good, good. I like that. I like that. 
Lucy, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, for everybody, for Lucy. Uh, no, there's not much any breaking news stories. I know Chael Sonnen just retired. Props to Chael, one of my favorite people in the game. I love his podcast. His podcast is called You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen. He is so smart and so educated in the field of MMA. If you want to, if you want to get pumped up before a fight, go listen to You're Welcome by Chael Sonnen. Um, so I loved him. I love. He was like one of the first fighters I actually kind of was introduced to because he's so fun and entertaining when he was fighting in UFC. His press conferences and everything. I fucking love Chael Sonnen. So Chael Sonnen, I dedicate this episode to you. I know it's not saying much, but uh, thank you for all the entertaining fights and all of the fun trash talk and everything. I love you, Chael. I can't, I can't wait to see what's next for you, whether it's a broadcaster, a announcer, or just you're going to stick to podcasting. Maybe you're going be to become a stand-up and go touring on the road. I would love all of that. So... That's pretty much it. Before Lucy starts getting louder and louder with snoring, I'm going to end the podcast. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Ween Dog. That is the T H E, no spaces. Ween Dog, W E E N D A W G. I really appreciate it, guys. I love all of you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Stay tuned for the new podcast. It still is unnamed. It's going to be something. It might just be Paranormal Hour again. But who knows? Maybe one day. Uh, Maybe one day, uh, I don't fucking know. Let's just end this fucking podcast. My fucking jaw hurts. All right, guys, have a good day. Tweet me, piss on me, beat me, uh, try it out. <laughs>